Heavenly Father, as we come to you tonight, we pray first of all, Lord, we're looking forward to Sunday as we celebrate Easter and your resurrection. And what a day, Lord, we're expecting. And many we've talked to is making plans to come. I pray, Lord, that you'll not, not anything hinder them that they can come to church Sunday. We pray that people will get saved, lives will be changed this Sunday. But, Lord, we need your blessings tonight. And we ask you to bless each one of these that we've called out on the prayer sheet. We ask you to bless our missionaries. And, Father, if you would, uh, if you would touch our president and, and those that's in office over us, Lord, in government, we praise you for it. Bless you tonight now as we study thy word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you would please turn to Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. I got a real blessing out of studying this this afternoon. I'm going to be a blessing to you if I can. And I want to begin reading verse 1. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 1. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me, indeed, is not grievous. But for you, it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the conscious. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit, and rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I am old. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is in, in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God, by faith. Heavenly Father, as we read these precious verses, and as we study today, Lord, you've blessed us. And I ask you, dear God, to help us have our confidence in the right things, and especially in our Lord and Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Bless us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I, uh, I don't know, every once in a while, I'll get concerned about me and my wife and our finances and everything and and uh, sort of lose my confidence, I guess, because I'm, I realize I'm at the age now that I can't work like I used to. Uh, I used to be at the place in my life and uh, I could make a living out of something. I mean, just uh, I could, uh, I didn't worry about it that much. And uh, But now, at the age of, and so every once in a while I sort of lose my confidence. And I got in this chapter, chapter 3 of Philippians, and I got to reading, and I found that Christ ought to be and is our confidence as Christians. 
verse 1 says, Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. In other words, we're to trust the Lord and rejoice in Him. The first, uh, first six verses, Paul tells us to put our confidence in the right thing, and that's Christ, not in man, not in riches. 1 Timothy 6, verse 17 says, Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. If there's one thing I've realized as a Christian all these years, that everything that I got come from the Lord. Everything. Verse 5 says, We are not to trust in our parentages, who are, what I mean by that, we're not to trust in dad and mom, but we're to trust in the Lord. Look at verse 5. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin. What he's trying to say here, what he is saying here, in verse 5, if anybody has a right to glory in their flesh or in their person, it's Paul. Why? Because he was born into the right kind of family. He was born in the right kind of country, in the right kind of uh, tribe. He was a Hebrew of the Hebrews when it comes to the law and a Pharisee. In other words, he had, if anybody had a right to be confident in his standing in society, Paul did. But he said, I don't trust in that. I put my trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, Numbers, verse 6 and we're not to trust in our sincerity. Look at verse 6. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is of the law, is in the law blameless. That's people trust in their security. But no matter how uh, sincere you are, if you trust in anything besides Christ, the Bible says you're sincerely wrong. So the only way a Christian can have confidence in this old world is trusting the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 and 8. Uh, Christ is our hope. But what things were gained to me, though I count a loss for Christ? Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. In verse 8, in verse 7 and 8, hope is not in things, but in Christ. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 24 says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what thing, what a man seeth, why do you yet hope for it? I had a man tell you to me one time, I was trying to lead him to Christ, and he said, Have you ever seen Christ? Not really. I've seen him through the faith in the Bible. I've seen him as I read the pages of the Bible. I understand he loves me and I know he is real and I know he's alive even today. But as far as face to face, I've never seen Christ, but he's still my hope. And the Bible makes that very plain. But Romans 8.25, But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. It's going to be some kind of day when we see him face to face. Christ also is our righteousness. Look at verse 9. And be found in Him, not having mine own righteousness, which is the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God 
by faith. I do know one thing. Any human being that goes before God without Christ is going to try to plead their own righteousness. Uh, I've talked to people about uh, before you can get saved, you've got to admit to God that you are a sinner. And it's the strangest things that people will say back to you are the things that they haven't done like they're so righteous and they haven't done like the world has done. But Paul comes here and says, my confidence is not in my righteousness. My confidence is in the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, no matter how clean a life you live, no matter how righteous you try to live in this world, when you face a lie of God, brother, my confidence is not in my righteousness. My confidence is in Christ Jesus Himself. And number four, Christ is our inspiration or our pressing on forward. Look at verse 10 of Philippians chapter 3. That I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His suffering be made comfortable, conformable unto His death. Now, we become righteous through Christ by faith in His shed blood. And so as we press forward, He's our inspiration. He is our inspiration of knowledge. Look at verse 10. That I may know Him. Now I don't go around boasting that I know all about the Bible, but there's one thing I've learned. I know Him through the Bible. And that's my righteousness. If you would please, He is a Christians are to know the sufferings of Christ. Go back with me to First Peter, or go forward with me, I mean, to First Peter just a second. In chapter 4. First Peter chapter 4. And I want to read verses 10, uh, verse 12, down through uh, verse 16. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when His glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you, for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet, if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. You know one thing? I'm not ashamed of who I am and what I am. I thank God that I'm a Christian. Amen? And I don't back up from that testimony anywhere I go. I'm not going to apologize for being a Christian. And this world right now, it seems, is pressing Christians to uh, deny they're standing in Christ as Christian. But Paul makes it very plain that our inspiration is in Christ Jesus. And when I know Him and His suffering, He suffered for me. Surely I can do a little bit of suffering for Him when somebody makes fun of my Christianity. That's going in Christ. Amen? That don't bother me. Verse 13, uh, there's one thing I do. There's one thing I do. Watch it. And back up now to uh, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13. Verse 13, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind 
and reach it forth into those things which are before. Now, this one thing I do. Jesus is our energy. In other words, just to keep on keeping on. Amen? I know so many people that live in the past. I used to be a teacher. I used to sing in the choir. They'll tell you everything you used to do for the Lord, but I don't do that no more. I'm moving on. I talked to a young man one time, and I'll never forget it. It, it just hurt me greatly because he was brought up in a Christian family. And I was talking to him one day, and he said, I know my daddy and mama brought me up in a Christian family. I know when I accepted Christ as my Savior, I came to church faithfully. I read the Bible faithfully. But now, he said, I've moved on to other things. Brother, I hope I never get there. I hope I never get to the place that I've moved on to other things. But what what the, Paul is saying here, the Word of God is saying here, I press, he said, Brother, I count not myself to have apprehended. I haven't learned everything yet. If it's one thing that I know every time I read the Bible, I go through it in the old devil, John 3.16. I'm thinking about preaching on John 3.16 Sunday, but Lord, uh, but anyhow, every time I read it, you know what the devil says to me? You know that verse. You've read that verse so many times, you can quote it. You don't have to read that verse again. And you know what? Every time I read it again, I get something new. And that's what he's talking about. Where's your confidence at? It's in the Word of God. This one thing I do, I press on before. I want to know a little more about the Lord. And I pray every day, and I mean this. Lord, I love you the best I know how, but teach me to love you more. Amen? I want more. I want more of the Lord. So our energy comes when it comes to this one thing I do. What are you doing for the Lord? Keep on winning souls for Christ. Uh, Keep on teaching about Christ. Keep on talking about Christ. Christ is our one thing. Amen? I had uh, some men come to me one time and say, can't you preach anything else besides salvation message? I said, that ain't up for discussion. Amen? Because that's the one thing I do. I want to preach about Christ. I want to talk about Him. I press on. Look at verse 14 with me of Philippians chapter 3. I press towards the mark for the prize, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I've often said this, and I say it very carefully. I'm glad I'm saved tonight, but that only just being thankful for my salvation is good, and, and I'm so glad I'm going to heaven. But that ain't all I want. I want something I can lay at Jesus' feet. I press towards uh, the mark for the prize. I want something that I can... Uh, for instance, when I when I was a little boy, I never will forget. One day, I, I, I wish I could pay my daddy back for bringing me into this world. I used to say that to myself all the time. And one day I realized, I can't. I can't pay my daddy bummer back. You think about it. They fed you when you couldn't be fed, and they dressed you when you couldn't dress yourself. They took care of you. I can't pay them back. And I, when I got saved, it was the same way. I wish I could pay Christ back for what He's done for me. And I went through it. I said, if I'd have been there the day they tried to crucify uh, Christ, I'd have fought that a whole bunch. No, I wouldn't have. Uh, I, I, he had to be crucified for my sins. Amen. But we are to suffer, we are to understand His suffering for me. And I press towards that mark or the prize, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Christ is my salvation. 
if you look at Philippians chapter 3, verse 15. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded, and if anything, if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. And verse 16, Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk so as we have us for an example. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, whose glory is in their shame, who mind early things. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So our confidence is this. You know what? I don't worry about suffering at the end of my life as, as death comes on. You know why? Have somebody in just a little bit present with the Lord. And I, I think about that often. I don't know how I'm going to die, and I don't think you do either. But I do know one thing. I'm not going to sit around and worry about it all the time. For this reason, my when it comes to the destruction of my body, I'm, I'm earthly minded. I think about my earthly body. Uh, after this body, I wonder what my body's going to be like after death. And I get excited about that. And I think about it. Press on. Don't give up. Just keep on going. And so uh, think about this for just a minute. Did you know that salvation changes our companions? Salvation changes our conversation. Verse 20, for our conversations in heaven. What just please. Our salvation changes at last our bodies. Verse 21, who shall change our vile body that may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the work and whereby he is able even to do all things unto himself. Every once in a while I find myself, my body is just getting slower and slowing down. I can't run like I used to do and, and do everything that I want to do right on my body. Uh, and I, I find it slowing down. Can you imagine one of these days having a glorified body like verse 20? He shall change this body to a glorified body. So Christ is our trust. Look at verse 21. Who's changed our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the work and whereby he is able even to do all things unto himself. Christ is our trust for salvation. Christ is our trust for service. Christ is our trust for dying. Amen. So when it comes to having confidence, I'm not going to go around pity, pity party all the time about things that's going on around me. The Bible says forget about those things behind Keep pressing forward. God's good. Amen? And I mean that. I, I, I really believe Philippians chapter 3, we ought to study and read more as Paul tells us what salvation really is to us. I trust the Lord to take care of us. Amen? And I know He will. And my confidence is in the Lord. It sure ain't in today's uh, government, in today's banking system. It ain't even in my doctors and things that's going... I laughed at my doctor, and I ain't going to tell you what he did, uh, but I went to get checked over, and he burned all these things off of me, and uh, he told the nurses, hey, come here, I want to show you all something. And um, he pulled my pants up and showed them my legs, and he said, these are 
ought to be photographed. He said, they ain't never seen the sunshine. <laughs> I said, you crazy rascal. But isn't it somehow you, you lose confidence in yourself and you're trusting in yourself and the Bible makes it very plain. Don't trust in yourself. Trust in the Lord. Amen. He'll take care of you. And your strength is in the Lord. Every day of your life. Just don't give up. Keep pressing forward. God will take care of you. Amen. I'm so glad you came tonight. I'm looking forward to Sunday. Pray for those this promise or, or, or call me and let me know they're doing everything they can to come Sunday that hadn't been coming. And so we, I'm looking for a great day Sunday. So just pray about them if you would please. Heavenly Father, thank you for each one who's come tonight. Thank you for your precious word. Bless us as your people tonight. Now we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for being here tonight.